Willie, what the heck is up, man? Hi. Someone's acting like a total grumpus right now. I'm so tired. <laughs> I'm so tired. <laughs> uh, there's very little in the tank. Yeah, I'm sure there's not. There's not much in the tank. I am uh, a shell of a human. Uh-huh. I had the world's largest salad because my body was like, nutrients, please, sir. You're trying to, you know, drown us in alcohol and beige Cheese food. steaks. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I said, okay, okay, okay. I do that. Um, yeah. So you had a little boys weekend. There were... A little boys were, weekend in the Delphia. Yeah, there were three ladies there, too. There were three ladies there, too. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Three hags, as we say. No, two are lesbians. <laughs> one maybe, you know... It would One meh. hanger on. <laughs> no, she was... The, <laughs> Listen, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna slag your friends on the podcast mm. right now. These people I haven't met, I'm sure they're lovely. Mm-hmm. If any of them are hearing this, I only sort of meant it. <laughs> wow, <laughs> wow. No, I I think it was a very good call to be like need to go down a day before just to you know acclimate and you know ready myself for for things yeah that's right uh, did we discuss this on last week's I after show or at the, at the after after show oh i don't know yeah after it someone was feeling a little weepy oh i have to go spend a whole weekend with my friends and i don't want to <laughs> it's gonna be hard for me <laughs> <laughs> well here's the thing it, it, by this morning i was like i'm done because i got the question so how are your uh, social batteries? I'm like, I'm out. I can't. No more. No more. I know you're going to ask me to do one more thing, but I can't do it. We got to go. I know the feeling 100%. <laughs> we got to go. I can't do this. Did I tell you when my sister was here? We we were like on our last night and we got off the Staten Island Ferry and I was like, hey, you want to like go check out the World Trade Center? It's only like 10 minutes from here. And she was just like, nope. Nope. <laughs> so yeah, I get it. You hit your limit. I Yeah, because I was like, uh, it's, uh, there was no agenda. So it's a little hard you're like oh there's one dinner and it's at a, a, an earlier time so i was like well you can't really do anything at like three o'clock because then you gotta go but you know right so my visit to the pma was dash and i was like that's fine i've been there 35 times it's really okay yeah i don't think you're missing much not gonna be missing much unless there's a special exhibition going on i don't think there's much at the pma that's gonna catch you off guard no from the other 35 times did go to the fabric workshop museum oh that's cool yeah, I didn't even know they had one of those in Philadelphia. It's really cool. It's a they they have a, a screen printing center and like a weaving thingy. How does that work? Is it one of those things where you can like pay by the hour to be there and they do classes and stuff? No, it's or? like a residency. They have studios there. Really? Yeah, it's kind of oh. cool. Um, so just kind of stumbled upon that. I knew it was, it was there, but I didn't know where it was. And we were walking by. I was like, oh, that we're going in. So do they have like a permanent collection? That's yeah. They had some. Um, some isaac julian's up i think some videos no they're stills so i was like hmm. really yeah, it was weird that's weird yeah. yeah um very weird what hmm. I, I could i could be wrong yeah hmm. let me just double check that but there was a really good show on like the top floor it's a lab like a true labyrinth to like figure out how to like you have to take an elevator to eight walk through the gallery one way then take that elevator at the front of the building down to two where the second exhibition is i was like what Hmm. This is convoluted yeah, as fuck. Really strange. Yeah. Um, but, you know, that was that was like a nice treat. I was like, oh, we have to go in art spaces because they're so air conditioned. This place is a goddamn swamp. Yeah. Well, was it was it just a thing you stumbled upon then? Yeah. Oh, that, that's nice. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah, it's tough when you go on a trip and you don't have much of an agenda. That can be nice in some ways, but when there's a large group involved and a lot 11 of people, people have to make decisions. No. You know. Yeah, no, 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 no. Gets a little aggressive. It's like hurting cats. Oh, yeah. And I was like, okay. Well, and a minimum of three people are going to be dissatisfied the entire time. Well. By some part. Something. Some yeah. decision, well, you know. I forgot to explain. So this this was two floors of an Airbnb in a like next to the convention center. I believe you told me it was a large Airbnb. I did not it was know it huge. was two floors. Yes. That's really nice. That the concept is nice. Yeah. The reality was six flights of stairs, no elevator. To go sixty seven stairs from entry to where we had to enter. Okay. At an incline that I can only describe as steep. Well, wait a minute. Maybe I misunderstood the concept here. You had two stories within your Airbnb, but you also had to climb sixty-seven steps to, to get there, get to the to the two floors. You to occupied. the fourth, yeah, to the fourth floor. Ooh. Yeah. Well, that's not good for drinking and coming home late at night. Well, we were all just like, okay, so if you're tipsy, you get to come in, but you can't go back out into the world. That's true. That's the real danger. Because there were some who were like, oh, we'll just come back at like midnight and then go out. At one and i was like you all can do that but you will die yes yeah. so you know yeah you will you know one if you're in a k-hole we can't send you down the stairs right you there, can only go up the stairs there's like that certain part of the climb up mount everest like the the death channel or whatever i feel mm -hmm. like that's what you guys were you were you were like 900 feet from the peak and you could see it but a little too much k and not enough oxygen yeah it's gonna be it's, a problem yeah it's a different kind of k2 situation the yeah. poppers probably in the mix too no. everyone's lightheaded no oh boy no no there was none of that you could have done a jackass style challenge where someone donned skis and then hit a popper and tried to make it all the way to the bottom i literally had a, <laughs> an image of my brain i was like so if i were to fall how would i do it what's my strategy for surviving a fall <laughs> And I was like, I think I'll just go hip down and then just be bruised. I was going to say, I think on steep stairs, you want to just sort of hit the hip or the butt and then just slide. Just yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's a nice concept, but the execution, I guess, is a little lacking. Uh, well, just difficult. I, do you know what of these sofa tells? This concept of things? Like Can the, I guess what it is? Sure. It's like sort of, they're sort of like loft spaces right of like old industrial buildings and they're not quite an airbnb in the sense that anyone would else would ever live there right. they're not like someone's apartment or duplex that you're like renting out they're they're like they're kind of like the equivalent of renting a house at the outer banks like i used to do with my family they're <sighs> only of. rental properties right but yeah but i had i started having this suspicion slash inkling i was like are these technically coded as offices oh interesting because that's the I was other like, thing i was going to add is a lot of cheap mid-century fake furniture. No. Poor design choices everywhere. Yes. Uh, Polka dots. I'm picturing like patterned Painted uh, red triangles on wall with oh, no, okay. with no, you know, edge lock tape. Yeah. So you're like, and then of course multiple coats. So it just looks like a murder scene everywhere. <laughs> yeah. um, and s stains of indeterminate mm -hmm. origin oh, on walls. On sheets. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, no. On couch. We were like, okay. Yeah, because you have to imagine, like, the clientele for these things, you're never getting, like, a nice uh, family, a nuclear family of four in there that's, like, no. going to see the Rocky statue and, like, enjoy a Phillies game. 
No. It's only ever groups of 11 people K-holing. We were like, okay, so this is where like bachelor and bachelorette parties happen. And like the amount of strippers who have like grinded on these vinyl chairs has been innumerable. That's true. So, you know. Yeah, that's a high density of strippers. There's a high den- that's a high density neighborhood. Especially in like one block north of the convention center. Mm, yeah, yeah. Oh boy. Yeah, it was the like sex parties of businessmen I would rather not <sighs> picture. Yeah, well, you just did. You just <laughs> put that image in my head and I have lemon party rolling around it up wow. there right now. Um yeah. So, you know. So the the concept of a sofatel, is that what you called it? Yeah, that's what the brand. That's how they brand themselves. Yeah, but it's on Airbnb. What's their like pitch to the consumer? How do they like spin this to not sound like a sex party stain bad Frank Stella nightmare? Uh they're their photos in their listings look great. Oh yeah, okay. So like we're like, oh, oh, that's not what the fo- the photo looked that that looked different. Oh man. Plus, also when you're like, I gotta go up that many flights of stairs. So the VC money is going mostly to like remote retouchers. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, because I was like, hmm, there were lots of pictures of the walls, and we didn't see all the handprints in the fit in the photographs at the time. Oh so, no. Yeah. I was like, okay. But other than that, I mean, you're there for like what? 4 hours maybe total plus sleeping. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. It's yeah, fine. no, it's I mean, it's fine for exactly the type of trip you were taking, so. Yeah. It was fine. It is what it is. So, okay, other than the place though. Yeah. You were saying that you really enjoyed uh having the first night just to you, yourself. Yeah. And one other rather than have to engage in the socializing. Right away. away. Yeah. Which I think is a good move. I supported that 100%. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Let me get a lay of the land, figure out what's going on here on this day. Yeah. Then you get to walk around the next day, kill a couple hours before you drop off all your shit and do it all again. Yeah. Just the simple idea that you get to ease into it. Yes. That the night before can be like somewhat calm. Maybe you do a nicer thing than you're going to have the opportunity to do the rest of the time. Well. Or not. Well, that was because that was the first night it was hot. Yes. That was Thursday night, Thursday night. Thursday night was a scorcher. It was hot as all hell. Um, And of course, you know, like, you know what happens on the first hot day in New York. People wild out with Nick Cannon all over the place. That's true. So witnessed a a street fight from the window of a bar. Uh, And uh, it was a little dramatic because it was loud. And uh, there were people pulling people off of each other. Um Hmm. Yeah. Um but and before that sounds uh, like four AM in Brussels. Remember that? Oh yeah. I don't know if we ever talked about that on the podcast, but <laughs> that's the last fight I remember seeing and it sounds really similar. It actually. was that, <laughs> but it was about mm, maybe twelve thirty. So I was like yeah. a little early for this. <laughs> okay. Um before that, you know, uh, let's just call her a bachelorette because that was her energy. Like pushes us out of the way at this like piano karaoke bar. And goes, I'm cutting in front of you guys. And we're like, what? No, what? She's like, I'll buy you a drink. I'm just going to cut in front of you, though. I just want I'll buy your drinks. And we're like, I'm like, I'm not going to do the talking here because I will throw her across the room. Yeah, I think I'm so tired. In principle, you don't care about the drink. I'm like, you are being a huge cunt, ma'am. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, but then her friend like dropped a wine glass, almost fell out of the chair. Like she was like on the edge of it. We saw her get poured into an Uber. Uh, 
I think poured into an Uber is title of that. <laughs> like, a wonderful she description. She like folded into it. Yeah. And I was like, girl, you have an asymmetrical dress on. One of your titties is going to absolutely pop out. Ooh. Oh, man. That Pakistani driver, he's having a time of he, his life. She one hundo vommed in that Uber. Oh, never mind. And the other girl who cut in front of us like was waiting for her car in the middle of a street in Philadelphia. Very narrow, yeah. as you know. Yeah. And... Obviously, people there speed like demons. Yes, they do. So we were like, ooh, she's going to get flattened. Well, karma. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, this is funny in the retelling because I saw uh, both of y'all uh, cross-posting about this particular <laughs> incident. So I like had to put together the poorly told story from two different angles, <laughs> missing a lot of critical information. But yeah, it sounds about, about what you described. Yeah. The 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 touch that I really appreciated was that you were also in a gay bar. It's worth mentioning this was not just a bar. Two gay bars, two yeah. gay bars, because you know, hot first hot night, all the all all the gays were out and they were all hammered by ten. And I was yeah. like, what the fuck? Yeah. Ease into it, Jesus Christ. Oh man. But uh, well, yeah. I just thought it was funny that of course the straight women come and they ruin everything and they're rude on top of it. But yeah. at least you got free drinks out of it. I was like, oh, man, those identity politics points really come into handy sometimes. That never happens to me. If a no. woman c- cuts me in line, I'm expected to buy, Ugh. whether I know her or not, you know? Mm, I don't know about that, but... Forget about a buyback. I don't get any back. <laughs> you get long back if it's a certain kind of, you know, lady. Um, mm, I don't know what that means. When you don't have a butt, it's just a long back. um but yeah she was like she tells adam i'm not i'm not trying to hit on you he's like i'm gay yeah like she doesn't even know where she (laughs) is yeah that was that she's like he's like what no so that that was the start of the the tenor of the yeah the things i don't know what what was most of the weekend what did it consist of what you guys do during the day i mean you went to the the fabric museum yeah had to go get a pork sandwich obviously oh of course i missed that the last time so i was yeah. like we have to do this for me um was it other people's first time having the pork with broccoli rob and did they enjoy it i just took adam yeah 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 he was like that's a lot and i was like yes it is it's so fucking good though it's so good I had a cheesesteak when I was in Philly recently, and it was a good cheesesteak, but the pork with broccoli rob is the better sandwich. It's the sandwich. way to go. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Ugh. No matter what. Delicious. Um, the, we ate something else after that that I don't remember what it was. Oh, it's dim sum because easy. Um, had a really good like meat mousse thing at an English pub thing pub place Ooh, do you remember what it was called dandelion oh yeah i've been there it's great Th- that place is great yeah i really like that place a lot yeah i, I went l- there with three once yeah i i kind of like that yeah. like a lot yeah yeah me too I was it's like, actually very london-ish i mean it r- really it's got the goes to london once really liked going to liberty that's fine yeah yeah i would agree with the you. food i was like this is american as fuck yeah because i got something that was supposed to be a rabbit pie which you would think would be like a crusted pie. And I was like, fuck yes. That is the weird, freaky kind of meat product I want right now. Right. And it's just a chicken pot pie. Are you sure it wasn't rabbit? They just call it a rabbit pie, but it's a chicken pot pie? I, it was squeaky, and I was like, this is bird. Oh, interesting. But it was also just like a Pillsbury roll, like a yeah, yeah. muffin on top of a ramekin. I was mm-hmm. like... Uh uh-uh. uh. Frozen, I wanted, never fresh. Yeah, I wanted like a, you know, a. Of course, yeah. 
Yeah, you know, I wasn't really speaking to the food, just kind of the stylings. I mean, the the place is oh, sort yeah. of like narrow and multi-level, the and there's pub a bar part, on each level. It's kind of nice. The bar on the first floor, because we sat by the fireplace. Yeah. The bar side, I was like, oh, this looks like that pub that it we went to that first night. And I was exactly like, oh, it's like exactly the same layout. I was like, this is cool. I like this vibe. Yeah. Um, but it was just like food was a little sus on the mains. You know, I remember when we went there, re insisted that we just order like appetizers. I don't know. We got like crusty bread and some like charcuterie or whatever. Yeah. And it was that was exactly right for that. We didn't yeah. like eat dinner there. No, yeah. Dinner there I think was the we should have just gotten two like schmear things with yeah. toast. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what we did. I just Maybe was... some sardines or whatever. But yeah. Yeah. Well they had like a whip tuna thing and other fish and I was like, mm. why don't we just get that and the moose and then if you want I mean you get it, but like I don't eat it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Good place though. That's a that's a high recommend in Philly. Yeah. I think Dandelion is a nice place to go. Yeah. Okay, cool. And then you party hardied I part- at night? Party hardy too often, yes. Did you drink that whole case of wine? Yes. Wow, really? Did you have to replace the bottle that we drank? I j- no. You no, just no. forewent it. I just said whatever, it's fine. I so don't... that was about a bottle a person. No. No, there was no. There was seven, six bottles, six, oh, okay. seven bottles. Because my plan was out uh, one for every two. Yeah, yeah. Did people like it? Did they appreciate yeah, your gamay? Yeah. I forget where that wine came from. France. Which one? The one that you took to everybody. Isn't that one of the ones you found in Europe through your thing on your phone and then repurchased in the states? No. Oh, okay. Was it, that's oh no no, no that, that's a different one. That that has to come from Aster. Where'd you get this case from? That's why I just Hannah. assumed it came from there. No, oh, no, no. okay. I didn't know Hannah did that. Yeah. Oh, nice. You can just be like, mm, one, 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 one. Oh, okay. And this then they're like, how many are you buying? Discount. I'm like, great, thanks. Well, the stakes were a lot lower than I imagined then. Yeah. But that's nice. You provided all the wine. Yeah. That's good. I try. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's called impressions. Did you get any fast food on the drive? We always got to cover that. When I tell you, I had a Burger King craving. Mm, well, you were right in the zone. I-95 all the way we down there. We skipped Thomas Edison because it's the first one out and it's always the busiest because people leaving the city are always like, got to piss, got to eat. You sure. know, didn't want to do it. I was Smart like, move. we'll go to the next one. There's got there's Burger Kings all the way down. Oh, closed. No, Molly Pitcher doesn't have a Burger King. It's got a Shake Shack. What? Oh, So damn. we were like, fuck. But you know what they have? A Panda Express. And l- when I tell you, this is the... One of the most high-quality Panda Express experiences I've ever had. Before you get to Panda Express, let me get one thing straight here. You had such a Burger King craving mm-hmm. that a Shake Shack was available, and you said, no, thank you. Yeah. I, I need it to be worse than that. Yeah, duh. <laughs> I wanted a fucking rodeo burger, bitch, or a long boy, and I would have oh been happy. Oh, my God. <sighs> I just saw a Burger King ad the other day for some new kind of double cheeseburger that's on like a, like a toasted, like like texas toast you remember the frozen texas toast oh yeah where it's just like a round piece about three quarters of an mm-hmm. inch thick and it's golden yellow yeah they have a double cheeseburger on those oh so it's like a patty melt yeah it actually looks pretty fucking good the ad's really annoying it's like a musical you know of like a guy in his car really vibing with this sandwich oh, but... we don't need that but so anyway you go to panda express yeah great you, you were gearing up for t- yeah it was fantastic it I was, was like, high quality it was high quality it was fresh it was not overly sugared really usually like or at least the one in mall in mall is like disgusting yeah i mean th- those things just come from the corporation pre-sugared i don't see how it could be less 
I don't know. Maybe they have control over how much sauce ladling they can do, and but they were they were they showed restraint, and I said, "Wow, wow, this is great." Or I was just starving. Man, that's like, a risky thing to get on the road, Panda Express. Hard to eat in the car, first of all. Well, we just it was a f- to stay moment. Oh, you did. You know? Okay, okay. You can't eat Panda in the car. I mean, you know, it depends what you're wearing. If you're if you're willing to drop stuff all over yourself, yeah. you can eat anything in the car. <laughs> there was, you know, nibbles that were procured later because someone wanted to take more of it for later. And I said, okay. See, I, I'm surprised Panda Express hasn't broken into like a chicken fries style moment where they have like, you know, like Kung Pao bites of some kind that you can just order on the side or like, you know, General Sow's. Well, Nuggets first of all, it's only orange chicken. You know this, right? Really? They don't even have like more than that as an option? It's orange chicken, like Hunan beef, beef and broccoli. Like, you know, very... It's been a long time since I've been to a Pea P Express. So... Let me tell you, you're going to want a panda, is what I'm saying. I don't know. See, I don't, I'm not crazy about Americanized Chinese food in the first place, so it's lowest on the totem pole for me. It's its own category. It ha- bears no resemblance to Americanized Chinese food. It is, a, you know... Well, but that you'd have to admit that is what it's based on. It's what it's based in on, the same but it sense, is not. Well, it's like a Subway sandwich, right? Like a Subway sandwich just resembles S- the idea it's of a sandwich. Yeah. sandwich. <laughs> yeah. That's what. Which apparently Panda they Express sell cheesesteaks now. Uh, really? Yeah. Wait, they kind of always did though. This menu that I saw at said Molly Pitcher was. They know. just re- revamped and rebranded something that already existed because. I've had that. Well, I was like, are you guys trying to be Quiznos? Because I would love Quiznos right now, but... Um, did, did we ever discuss Quiznos on the podcast? Probably. I feel like we did on an after show, maybe. Oh. But I did like a deep dive one time on what happened to fucking Quiznos. Because... Oh, they did something fucky with money. I'm sure we've talked about this, so I apologize if anybody remembers. But yes, they basically just turned into like a multi-level marketing scheme. Yeah. And, you know... Quiznos would just open a ton of stores, but like not give them any resources, and it was just sort of a way to like scam the franchisees. And at the end of the day, they just kind of rolled up the whole company, and were like, "Oh, sorry, like we're not a thing anymore." No, they still exist. Well, there's like there's like less than forty or something. Right, when right, at right. their height, there was like three thousand or something. There was right. like more Quiznos than gas stations. It was like no, there was that was a, Subway. There was a lot. Either way, yeah, I would fuck up. A chicken bacon Alfredo situation so hard. Yeah, I know. I'm just I'm oh. with the popularity of it. I'm just surprised that nothing has come in and like filled that obvious market niche. Um, Potbelly. That's true. It pop coincided with the that. ascendance of Potbelly from. You region. know what? And Potbelly is pretty good. If I'm I don't in mind an airport pop- with a Potbelly, I'm hitting it up. To uh, me, that's high quality airport style. I had a very good Potbelly in Chicago, like. 20 years ago. Well, that's where it originated. Yeah. I remember, you know, it was when all of this kind of fast casual stuff was coming up. Because I remember I had Potbelly in close proximity to the first time I ever had Chipotle. Oh. But having Potbelly in Chicago was a big deal. Because yeah. it was only Chicago area for the longest time. Right. And I remember buying a, a jar of their, like, pickled peppers or whatever and bringing them home. Very good, by oh. the way. Always good on anything. Huh. Pickled peppers and vegetables. Hmm. Intrigue. A wonderful addition to any sandwich moment. All right. Yeah. Huh. But yeah, all that stuff Either was kind of rising great, yeah. at the same time. And Panda, yeah, okay. I'll take your word for it. I mean, I think that genuinely, I think the last time I had Panda Express, I was a teenager and I was at Cedar Point. 
Sounds right. And there was a Panda Express in the back of the park, mm-hmm. like near Mean Streak. Sure. And I went to the Panda Express there and paid like, well, I didn't pay. My parents probably paid. $27. For, yeah, they for... paid an insane amount of money for my orange chicken bullshit yeah. that I didn't even like. <laughs> and I'm sure it was low quality. Oh, Amusement well. Park Panda. <sighs> I don't think it gets much lower than nope, that. Nope, never does. Uh-uh. You know? No. By the way, yeah. Remember Top Thrill Dragster at Cedar Point? Sure. The one where they take you backwards and then drop you from the top of it? No, it doesn't go backwards, but it was the highest roller coaster of all time oh, yeah, for yeah. a short period of time. It just goes straight up and straight down. That's pretty much all there is yeah, to yeah. it. It has like the jet launch rather than have to like get chained up a big hill and then oh, yeah, let they just go. Shoot it just you up. shoots you up. So I think like two, three years ago, it was either just before COVID or like right after they reopened. Something malfunctioned on the jet launch. No. And nothing happened with the people on the train car. All of that went fine. But it shook a bolt loose and it shot off at high speed and hit a woman in the crowd in the head and nearly killed her. Uh, It's unclear whether she's a vegetable or whether she's paraplegic, but she had like serious head trauma because it was like, you know, it's one of these like four-inch bolts that's supposed to be like structural on the track loosened up and when the train sped past it it shot it out and nailed her in the head so they had to close that down and it's been closed since then and they have to like rebuild the whole ride and rebrand it because now it's like the top thrill murderer <laughs> and, no, and nobody wants to be around it. i mean is there a greater thrill than you know evading death i don't know I don't know. I found this very autistic roller coaster YouTube channel that I was into. I think for that's a the only while. brand that could exist. Yes, and uh, it it you know it seems like they do a lot of different content, but their bread and butter is to uh, you know twenty twenty style investigatively report on like roller coaster accidents and like malfunctions. And this one was a big deal, and it's ongoing, ongoing situation. More hmm. of eleven. Huh. Yeah. That's. See, that's why, I I don't know. At a certain point, I'm just kind of, like, terrified of, you know, amusement parkery. Well, I think maybe I'm thinking about this because the other night you said I would never ride a roller coaster, like, as an adult. I forget in what context that was in. In my advanced stage, I'm in. not, yeah. yeah. And I thought that was crazy because, by and large, they're pretty safe, but... I don't know. I feel like uh, it just takes one, like, little lock thing lightly malfunctioning. Well, that's the thing. The thing about this investigative reporting that I autistically liked is that they go through and they like uh, document all the, or not document, they go through all the documents that these inspectors made and that all these, you know, state agencies have to make because they inspect these roller coasters like constantly. Yeah. They're a huge liability. So if they're not like gone over every morning, you know, and like nobody found this loose bolt or whatever. And it's like, man, I don't know. That's a lot of miles of track to yeah. inspect so no matter how well you think you did one can always shake loose Oof. you know i don't know Do, did you ever ride the the like bobcat goldthwaite or whatever at uh six flags slash jug lake uh that was called the raging wolf bob sure and i did ride the raging wolf bob and i prominently displayed a picture of my father and i with our hands up in the front car in my bedroom as a child for a long time. That was my favorite roller coaster prior to Cedar Point going. Wow. Yeah. Well, so on the... No wonder I like this YouTube channel. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That channel hits you where you live. That was a wooden roller coaster, if memory serves. Yeah, it was wooden, and it was the ricketiest mother... 
I once wrote it and then was bruised because I was jostled so aggressively. Yes. And was like, I don't think I like these anymore. So it turned to me. I said, Oh no, I don't think I like this. The way I was raised is that my dad was like, Oh yeah, you want it to bang you around. The more it bangs you around, the more exciting it is. So I always really liked with oh, roller okay. coasters. Mean Streak at Cedar Point was the other one in the back that I really liked. I believe that's where the Panda Express was. I think I said that yeah. mere minutes ago. I I like the other one, the Big Dipper. Oh, at Geauga Lake. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like the largest one. That for, was their big one, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it, it was, was kind of short. But it was like a nice smooth wooden roller coaster experience. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very buttery. Well, courtesy of Autistic YouTube channel, you know what they do now that I feel is kind of cheating and I don't like it. I think they should go back to the previous model. Because the wooden roller coasters are all very, very aged at this point. Like the last ones of any scale that were built were built in like the early 80s, maybe mid 80s. So even the newest wooden roller coasters are way past their expiration date. Yeah. And they're so rickety that no one wants to ride them. Isn't the Cyclone a wooden roller coaster? Well, here's the thing. It's been rebuilt. They keep them, but they retrofit them so that they're essentially steel underneath. And the wood frame is mostly a facade. They like over, they like embed steel track and like anchors and support into the existing wooden structure. Oh. So that they don't have to tear the whole thing down and they can keep like the same track pattern more or less, but that it's smooth and safe. That sounds good. I think a lot of people probably appreciate it because you get the old timiness of like, oh, I'm riding the thing, but I I don't feel like my organs are going to fall out. Yeah. Or, you know. A lot of people bruise easily. Yeah. But I don't like it because it's not authentic. It's, you know, much like the Subway Sandwich or the Panda Express. It's a simulation of a bygone thing. Yeah, that's okay. I guess in terms of roller coasters, maybe that's fine. I mean, that's still not a thing I would want to go flying off of, you know? You ever play like a theme park or roller coaster tycoon and have people just fly off of tracks. Oh, that was my favorite part of roller coaster tycoon <laughs> is create a top thrill dragster with no end on the track <laughs> and just watch your what? profits quickly plummet as you murdered as many visitors <laughs> as you could. Yeah. That was the roller coaster tycoon equivalent of the Sim City alien invasion or earthquake or tornado. Oh, I I, I used to send Godzilla in. You could do that? In the Sim City on uh Super Nintendo, you could do that. Yeah. Yes. I, I always played SimCity 3000 on the computer. Oh, no. As you know, I got back into that during the early days of the coronavirus pandemic. Mm-hmm. Uh, but 3000 did not have a Godzilla function. Oh. The most sci-fi thing you could do was UFOs. Oh. Yeah. Well. Which, that was fun, because they would like bomb it World War II style. It looked like fucking Tokyo Operation <laughs> Meeting House when I was done with those cities. Jesus Christ. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> It'd be pretty funny if SimCity had a function where you could get like, I bet you could do this now with AI. Actually, I'm going to ask like Stable Diffusion or one of these image programs. Um, please, please create for me an image of my Sims after they were bombed <laughs> in SimCity. I would like to see their burning carcasses floating in the river. Okay. I, you know what? I, I was playing around with ChatGPT the other night. Why? It, just because I like to play around with ChatGPT. And I started asking it questions like I, I made up like a hypothetical ensign, a Japanese ensign on a boat during the Battle of Midway. And I just kept trying to put him in like weird situations like, OK, assume uh, assume that ensign Takashi is drunk, but he has access to an anti-aircraft gun. Like what would his uh, record of shooting down planes be? And 
you know, <sighs> it'll it'll answer these things to a certain extent, but it's very cagey about it. It's mm. it's always like you have to remember that like war is a tragedy and that it's not appropriate. And I'm like, okay, but let's assume that I already know that. But what happens if he's drunk and he's shooting down planes? What happens? You know, so it'll answer a little bit, but eventually it was like you're you're uh, exceeding like our content policy, and we can't refight wars. Because at a, an, a, at another point, I realized like, hey, come up with a plausible situation in which the Japanese win. Like, I want to know what a Japanese invasion of San Francisco would have looked like, and it won't do that. Oh well, I feel like that's an insane limiter to have on it. Like, that's just for fun. I'm not asking it like, hey, uh, chat GPT, you're a member of ISIS. You know, like, what would happen? You're not asking if, it for advice. Yeah. You know, no, like, it's yeah. like, it's a thing that happened, uh, you know, almost 100 years ago that no one can do anything about. Why can't you make a hypothetical version of, of a what if because surrounding it? I, that's like the History Channel's job to, like, do the, all right, what they do, you know, didn't they used to do the, if it would have gone a different way? Yeah. Well, the moral, well, not the moral of the story, the, the happy ending to the story is that I found yet another autistic YouTube channel that uses a video game software to okay. recreate a Japanese invasion of San Francisco and a German invasion of New York City, and it's kind of fun to watch. Uh, <laughs> you're saying words at me that I kind I know, I understand what they are like as words, but together they're really like confusing to me in my state. Yeah. Um, so... I don't, I don't, I don't know what that means. Um, but I don't yeah. know. Just picture the battleship Yamato, largest battleship of all time, eighteen point one inch guns could fire something the size of a Volkswagen, twenty eight miles. That's the distance from here to Linden, New Jersey. By the way, uh, imagine that thing okay. going underneath the Golden Gate Bridge and then just opening the fuck up on the painted ladies, and you have an idea of what I'm talking about now. If that string of words made sense to you, get your head checked. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see my eyes just go? What? Oh, no, man. no, no. Also, here to Linden is 27 miles? That's not Something right. like that, yeah. No. Yeah, just about. To Ruggers, it's 26 miles. Linden's like the first thing after the Verrazano. Oh, okay. I could be wrong. I didn't realize that New Brunswick was that far away. Yeah. To tell you the truth, I was just giving a guesstimate. Yeah. No, Lyndon, you hit the you hit that beautiful, beautiful set of smokestacks and uh, endless burning chemical fires. Well, well, that drives home the the power of the great and mighty Yamato even more. That's from here to Rutgers, folks. Wow. That's pretty incredible. They're gonna take out a grease truck with that one. Well, that thing got that ship got destroyed. So well, yeah. That would have been pretty funny, though. Just shelling Fat Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> that might be actually be the the title of that shelling Fat Elvis. Oh, oh man, Loopy. You, oh, want, yeah. you wanted to record on a Sunday, and you're, you're yeah, gonna, I did. You're, it's, you're doing Loopy times. It's a little bit early, you know. Yeah. It's yeah. it's the weekend. I like doing this on the weekend, even though I have to work tomorrow. Mm. Somehow, I feel more free. I feel unalienated by the Sunday in a way that I don't on the Monday or oh, Tuesday. Do you have Sunday scaries? No, I precisely don't have them. Oh. I don't have them at all. I've never understood it. I'm like, what? Huh? Um, I think I understand it. Oh. I just don't experience it. I mean, I understand, but I'm like, what? It's just like, you know, your day off is ending and you're like, oh, God. The terror is coming back. Well, you know what? You know when I have it? I have it on Sunday mornings. I because I feel compelled not to sleep in too late. 
Oh. Because uh, usually I've procrastinated enough that I have to get things done on Sunday. Right. Errands and such. And I also would like studio time and free time to myself and, you know, just a little bit of decompression before work. So I get the Sunday scary Sunday morning. Mm. But Sunday night, I'm like, I already accomplished or didn't accomplish everything that right. I needed to do. So at this point... It's a wash. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I don't really have... Yeah. I think that's probably true of most people if they really think about it. Like by 7 p.m. on Sunday, like what can you do? Things are starting to close. Yeah. You can't... You know? By six o'clock, you have to make your decisions. Like, there's no, you know. Yeah, you've either done it or not. Yeah, it's over now. Well, I guess most people like have homes or things that like. Oh, I didn't do the laundry. I have to do the laundry at seven o'clock on a Sunday night. Yeah, sure, sure. It's like that's the perfect time to do it. What are you talking about? I just don't even think of things in those terms anymore because everything is external to here. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, I was like, once oh. I get here. Any, actually, any day of the week, any time at all, once I arrive here after having left, it's over. You know, for better or for worse, that's how I think of this place. It's very, it's very rare. <laughs> You're that, like, I, I don't go to the places. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's very rare that I, like, pop in and out of here. Oh. It does happen, of course. But by and large, if I've arrived here. There's no more movement. It's, you know. No second locations. No. Oh mm. no! Yeah, second locations are are good. I like to throw all my shit down and be like, "Hmm, do I like what I'm wearing? I don't know. Let me think about it." Well, I'm big into efficiency. You know what I mean? Yeah, but sometimes. So yeah. I would rather like if I have another place to go after work. Let's say I'm trying to make that plan the day before so that I can like bring clothes with me to work, change at work, and just go. Oh, I don't like going back and forth. I don't like needless commute time. Right. Like ever. Sometimes you want to park your car and then just be like, okay, I'll go to the next location after I park. Let me stop home for a second. You know, really take advantage of the bidet while you have it. Well, I think that aids my point in a certain way. I mean, because that is efficient. I mean, if you have to move your car and you need to park it yeah. or you're in it and you need to park it. Yeah, of course. Then you're right here. You might as well take advantage of the wonderful amenities <laughs> <laughs> at the at the green avenue uh sofitel oh god <laughs> sofitel <laughs> i really want to hear more about that concept like i i i guessed at it earlier because i i'm vaguely aware that that's a thing well, but erica stayed in one in philly when for alan's wedding and they were uh-huh. they were both just like we thought it was something else and this was not good like as an Airbnb. That's right. I remember what you're talking about now. Yeah. Yeah. And they were like, it was dirty and mm-hmm. I feel itchy. And I'm like, it was dirty and I feel itchy. Oh, God. It's... it's. How does the bed situation work? Are there separate rooms? Yeah. Is it like a big... Okay. Yeah. But are they... Uh, is it like constructed like with paper thin walls because Two they just and, threw yeah. some shit up in there? Well, our door what? didn't close. Okay. It Like the latch, like the little inner thing didn't close so we were like what what oh and it was like tape like the luan was separating so it was taped together on the bottom and i was like oh boy yeah it's like we were 15 minutes late and got the okay fine whatever Ooh, you guys were 15 minutes late to an 11 person party yeah that's a big deal I was just discussing this with Ree because we have memorial day weekend plans upstate Uh uh-huh and uh she was like, we got to beat them up there. 
we have to beat them up there. And it's always my fault because all these fucking work from home people are like, I don't work on, nobody works. Yeah. So we just leave at nine o'clock in the morning or whatever. And I'm like, I have to work like at best I can get a half day if I ask nicely. But my summer Fridays are 4 p.m. Right. You know what I yeah. mean? So like uh, I'm lucky to have any kind of summer Friday, but that's the best I'm going to be able to do. Well, there were people who were like, you know? I still have to work. So I need to get there, get on that Wi-Fi and then keep working till like six or whatever. That's true. Maybe. Yeah. And like there was someone who's like, I'm on, you know, West Coast working time. So I have to like kind of uh, taking a half day, but I'm still like kind of working. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, was but like, it's a very fair point that I mean, if you're 15 minutes late. That's the difference between a good room and a room with a taped together Luan door. <laughs> well, I was like confused. I was like, we're already here. We're going to beat everyone. But the public transpo, though, because I had to like loop around to get the fuck out of like Rittenhouse was like, oh, no. Oh, no. It's 405. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. But yeah, so Fatels are good. I don't know. It was gross. It just reminded me. I was like, oh, this is why like, you know. When you stay at a, like, granted, a budget hotel, but you're like, at least it's clean, and this air conditioning goes down to icebox levels. Oh, yeah. And then you're like, does the air conditioning work? And then you look at a vent, and you're like, that's never been dusted. Oh, yeah. I had a full-on, like, allergy attack, like, Saturday afternoon. Dude, let's talk allergies for a second, because I I blew up. I exploded. I thought, you know... Uh, normally I start taking my allergy medicine. This is per Ron. Ron gave me this advice years ago, and it is true. Start taking your allergy medicine, if you have a daily one, like beginning of March. Yeah. I totally blew that off this year. Don't know why. Just did. But I did start taking it like a week and a half ago or something. I was like, better late than never. Let's do this thing. And I thought I would be okay, but I did notice even before the weather turned, I was like, I'm sneezy. This is not good. This is not working. Right. And then that day that it was 89. Yeah. Thursday, it was fucking 89 degrees at 5 p.m. in New York City. Um, Crazy. But anyway. Yeah, it was. That's when we were down there. It was swampy. That swampy. Whole, that whole day, I was like, I've never had allergies this bad. And I yeah. mean it. Not, not in years. I, can, I can't remember an instance where I literally felt like I had the flu with none of the energy problems. I was like, my nose will not stop running. My eyes are... I was puffy, itchy, sneezy, and wheezy. Yeah, I I was... Do I have pink eye in both eyes? Like, they were closed. It was horrible. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't stop it no matter how hard I tried. I cold compressed on Thursday night when I came home from work because I was like... That's usually a good I cannot handle this. This is horrible. Uh, So anyway... on my way to work i'm thinking this is just me you know like i must just be having like a real moment because i've been a real piece of shit this winter i'm not as active i'm like oh you know i'm feeling bad for myself and then i get to work and of course there's you know seven out of ten people that don't get allergies at all but then the other three out of ten are all like i am miserable Mm -hmm. this is horrible like my boss was late because of it because he thought he was gonna like take a sick day yeah you know it hit real hard. It, it hit everybody like a ton of bricks. And it lasted through Friday really bad. And then this weekend, I was sort of okay. Today's the best I've been. Uh, I, I was like grateful yeah. to be mostly through it, I think. I was a little itchy on Thursday night. And then Friday afternoon, I, it just like started. Yeah. Like, And I was like, it's like, okay, so we'll go get dinner. But I am going to die. And I'm just sitting in Dandelion just like weeping, weeping and like leaking 
and then go to wine bar after and i'm like i've already taken like two like you know allergy popper shots up the nose and i'm like i don't know if this is working like i don't know and then you know all of a sudden it like clicked and it was like over but it took like a whole day like a six hour window of pure misery where i was like i think i'm dying yeah yeah i think i think this is how i die i know i felt i felt exactly the same way you know and it's just because first of all day one was bad just because the sudden weather change was disorienting right overall and was the city wild were people um out and about and going woo were the woo girls out I'm sure they were, but I didn't really I didn't really notice too much. Oh. All right. I didn't do much that day, so I'm not sure. Right. Um the night before though, Wednesday night, I was out and yeah, it was pretty wild. We yeah. were at, you know, we were at Marco's and it was like, yeah. People were out in force and it wasn't yeah. even that nice yet, but you know, it was nice enough to sit outside. It was and n- yeah, that's, and that's, that's enough. enough. Yeah. Um by the way, don't drink three of their margaritas. That's too many. Why the Stop fuck Stop at two. I had like a 48-hour hangover after the that. The slushy and one? I don't really get hungover. It was pretty bad. Yeah. Well, you never. You should never drink the slushy things anyway. I love the slushy things, but you're talking about the cleanliness of the machines. And I'm the imagining. sugar content is the part The sugar content's the thing that fucks you up. Yeah. yeah. So anyways, it, the, the allergies. Mm-hmm. The sudden weather change is disorienting in the first place, and then like... It, it always happens that in New York, when it immediately goes from winter to summer because there isn't much of a spring, mm-hmm. first of all, it's going to kick the trees into overdrive. Yes. Suddenly, there's like cherry blossoms everywhere that I didn't even know existed before. Well, it, this was the festival weekend at Prospect Park, too. Oh, okay. So you, you could kind of guess that this was going to happen. Cherry Blossom Society, my favorite right-wing ultra-nationalist group from Japan in World War II. Although I think Dark Ocean Society might be cooler. In any case. Okay. Again, words um, that don't. <clears throat> I have Japan in World War II on the brain, but I don't know why I'm saying that. That's just always true. I don't, yeah, I don't, <laughs> think, I don't think that's news to anyone. I feel like that's just a known. But the other thing is about the allergies that make it crazy is because New York goes from winter to summer immediately, all the brake dust and all the bullshit that's just like trapped by moisture the moment it's dry for like three straight days oh, around yeah. this time of year, I think that's m- mostly why it hurts so bad. Yes. I don't think it's the natural plant stuff. I think it's the just grime. The grime is the grime in the is in the air. Yeah. Yeah, probably. That should be like a, a Hallmark greeting card, you know, for a springtime birthday. Not love is in the air, but grime, the grime is, is in the air. Happy allergy season, bitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the sunset on Thursday night was gorgeous, but I was like, ooh, that's a lot of pollution because we're driving right in front of Linden. And I was like, it's really pretty, but Dude, that's re- really bad. <laughs> so <laughs> on, my, good. on my way back from Philly, somewhere around Linden, I'm not sure if it was there or not, but wh- whatever exit that is where you start to get onto the Verrazano Bridge, that's around Linden, right? Elizabeth, maybe. The factory zone. Yeah, that's, you know that's Linden. About? Yeah. Oh, like oh, like in Bayonne or whatever. Yeah. 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 So uh, Re pointed out to me, she's like, oh, that smokestack is really cool because it has the flame on top. And I don't know if you remember growing up in Ohio, the LTV steel yeah. factory, the last remaining like functional <laughs> rust belt artifact yeah, yeah, yeah. on 77 with the flaming smokestack. Yeah. Well, I always thought that looked really cool, especially at night. But yes, sunsets around industrial places look fucking amazing because the air is full of arsenic oh, yeah. and cadmium. Yeah. And you just, the spectrum of colors that you're getting is unforgettable. Uh huh. You know, it's Blade Runner. 
Oh yeah, out there. It w- looked like someone like peeled a clementine and put it in the sky. Oh yeah, yeah. And it was like melting. I was like, okay, that's great. I wonder what chemical that is that's being spewed out over there now. Well, yeah, and we, were, you know, we were talking about the flaming smokestack, and I'm surprised I've never done a Wikipedia jag on this or some internet research. But we were speculating. What do you think they're doing? Why is the, why does a smokestack need a flame coming out? You know, they must be incinerating that, trash or slag, something or that, something. But how are they allowed to do that? That plant stuff? used to not be so aggressive. There would be like small little fires that you could see, but now they operate more of them and more often because during Trumpy times, the EPA rollbacks in New Jersey were rampant. Mm-hmm. So. Now it's a little more full force. Now, like that turn now smells again. Oh. But like 10 years ago, it didn't smell that bad. Farting state? Yeah. <laughs> a little bit. It was, it, sulfur is in the air. Yeah. Sulfur yeah, and yeah. brake dust is in the air. Well, I don't know how we're going to make this country great again, Will, if uh, you loony liberals keep complaining about these EPA rollbacks. Well, I would just. We like, got to do it to compete with Chinese. I just want to oh, i can't uh i just want to you know make it through a lovely spring day without my entire like head exploding mm-hmm. you know that's all i want i wish brooklyn was still factories was it ever factories i guess not really sort of it was the navy yard and then like garment factories that's not quite as sexy as like flaming smoke sacks the sugar factory domino yeah but that you know that's just you know that's light industry all of that stuff I'm not saying it's like a pleasant environment to work in. There was like machining. There's still factories. Not really, man. There's in, like in Bushwick processing plants, you know, like yeah. scrap yards and like waste management facilities. But I don't think there's like there's no industrial production. Nobody's making steel. Oh, oh yeah, it's not like anyone's like making materials or cars. Or no, anything like no, that. no, exactly. it's not that. I don't no, think no. New York ever had that though. I'm taking no. that back now. We always had light industry because we were near the ports, so you wanted to get goods to market as fast as you could. Right. But all the heavy industry had to happen elsewhere because who cares about burning down a town in Pennsylvania and then making everyone lose their gerbs later? Yeah, it's fine. We don't care. Nah. That's fine. Harrisburg, whatever. Buffalo, Cleveland, Erie. Yeah. Oh, oh, you have space to put these factories in? Great. We're going to use all of it. We're going to use it for a time, and the mafia is going to control your town. And then when all of that is over, you're going to be on the dole. Good thing there's Ozempec now. Eat all the Twinkies from the gas station that you want. You can't get Ozempec Those monster energy drinks, they're not going to hurt you anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Let's have a conversation. But we will tax your menthols. You need to cut that out. Did you know? This is something. This is how you know that the economy is is something is wrong. A pack of cigarettes in Philadelphia is twelve dollars, and I said, no, 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 no. This cannot be right. Something's wrong in the world. It's supposed to be four dollars here. Yeah, twelve dollars for shame. I feel like it's always been expensive in Philadelphia. No, nah. really, it used to be cheap. Maybe within Philly, it's different than in Pennsylvania oh, in general. I, just I think, think you might Pens- be conflating those two things. Right. Maybe. I think Philly's always been on the big city standard tobacco-wise, but the rest of Pennsylvania, yeah. I think Eight, it's, six bucks, I yeah. I think it's still cheap. Mm. You can still smoke in bars in most of Pennsylvania. And yeah. in Philly, for that matter. No. Yeah. Remember just, that one? Just we- that one. No, but there's more than there's more than just that. Really? Yeah, they they made they were a, one of the rare big cities that made like a pretty generous carve out 
for mm-hmm. smoking in bars. Like you do have to meet certain criteria or whatever. And at this point, you might have to be legacy. Like you might have to be grandfathered in. I doubt you can open a new establishment. Well, you can open an establishment that's a cigar thing because we walked by this. And there are people just like vaping and smoking cigars in and outdoor, like going in and out. And it honestly looked like a stripper convention. Yeah. Or like it was very like old man, lady in platform. Mm-hmm. And I was like, uh, what's going on here? This is a midlife crisis zone. I think that's probably pretty rare in New York, but like that's common in Cleveland, you know, like a cigar bar situation. Th- that's the carve out for tobacco usage. I mean, you can smoke cigarettes in a cigar place. Right. You know, hmm. there was actually a really nice one on the west side of Cleveland. I went to a couple times while I was living out there. Um, Did we ever hmm. talk about that in the Zoom era? My cigar reentry? No. Yeah, well, because the, the girl I was dating at the time liked cigars, so I started smoking cigars again, too, and we would go to that place. It was during COVID, though, so you couldn't really like hang out in there so much, but they did yeah. have a really nice humidor. How do you... That seems... And I got into smoking sweet cigars. What the fuck? Yeah, there's a brand called Acid that makes a really nice sweet cigar. That's All of that sounds disgusting. Well, I'm glad I escaped from all of that. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, that's just yeah. all kind of sweet smoking indoors. Yeah. Ugh. Two things that I, no, no, not a fan of. No bueno. I don't know. I wonder if Zoomers will start opening, like, vape bars. Not like a, not like a bodega-style store that just sells rigs or whatever, but yeah. a place where you can go to just vape with your bros. Yeah, they're called hookah bars. And maybe if you ask nicely, behind the counter, they have all the banned Jewel Pod flavors. Oh, so like you if you want, want like your a freaky... cool mint or whatever. I'm just thinking of sweet smoking. Hmm. I mean, I don't know. I've never gone to a hookah bar, but that's what I kind of w- would expect that that is. I used to go to hookah bars all the time in Cleveland when <sighs> I was young. We would take my underage friend Matt to them. And I, my favorite story about this is we started frequenting one. It was newly opened, and it was 18 plus. So we would go, and he was like 14 or something, something what? ridiculous. And he didn't look 18 by any means. But, you know, j- to be frank about it, there was this immigrant family that ran it, and they were happy for the business. So the fact that we frequented the place, they let him go. Uh. And we just lied and you know said, oh, no, he's he's 18. He just He just looks young. And they were not incentivized to check, let's put it that way. Right. And then at a certain point, we went in there, and they didn't allow him in. And we said, why? And, you know, they explained to us that at one point, like, the cops had come because there'd been some complaints of children. I would imagine that our friend was not the only friend that they were letting in. I think that had kind of become their business model. Oh, yeah. I genuinely feel bad for these people because, in retrospect, I was a teenager. I did not care at the time. I thought it was hilarious. I still think it's kind of funny. But I think they didn't quite fully understand how much of a transgression it was to, like, let 14-year-olds smoke cigarettes and hookah in, like, a bar environment. Like that's The bar environment is the thing that's a little, yeah. I, I think where they came from, it probably wasn't such a huge deal i think it's also like you know i'm sure other patrons were like we don't want children running around while we're doing this well i think that's exactly what it was who else would narc on the situation it's not like neighbors care that's right. not like impacting their environment no 
But yes, other patrons that are actual adults are like, stop letting teenagers bring children in here. Yeah. the te- We don't even want the teenagers here. Ex- but they, are, yes. they have to be allowed in here. But the children... No we can children. cut off the children. Yeah. yeah. We can cut off so the they got in actual trouble. children. And they they banned us all as a group. Oh. Because they were like, you lied to us. And I just remember the guy saying, I'm just so ashamed of you. <gasps> <laughs> I was like, oh, man. It was one of those, like, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed oh, moments. Oh, no. Because we, like, liked him. And he liked us. But he was like, you betrayed me. I almost lost my business. Like, but. Hey. Wow. You brought shame to his I, house. I did. I brought shame to his house. I hope he didn't kill one of his daughters or something. Okay. That took it. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Ugh. Oh, man. Oy. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's a short episode, sir, but it checks out. I have to respond to some messages. Now. Same. Okay. Okay. 